Here at Soul Infusion, our goal is finding a path of awareness through personal empowerment and healing, to grow as individuals and as a collective through conscious existence. By discussing different healing modalities, energy work, and all things metaphysical, we strive to increase your individual consciousness and well-being to positively affect the collective consciousness. We invite you to join us on our journey of honest self-discovery and truth. So raise your frequency and let the good vibes flow. This is Soul Infusion. Welcome to the second episode of Soul Infusion. Today we will be sharing how we each discovered Reiki, what it is, why it's an important part of our lives, and how it brought the five of us together. So first, let me give you an overview of what Reiki is. Reiki is a Japanese form of hands-on natural healing using the universal life force energy. The term comes from the Japanese word Rei, meaning God's wisdom or the higher power, and Ki, which means life force energy. So by definition, Reiki is a spiritually guided life force energy, and this life force energy flows through all living things. The Reiki practitioner is the conduit between the client and the source of universal life force energy. The energy flows through the practitioner's energy field and through his or her hands to the client. This healing modality helps the client become energetically balanced physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Reiki works in conjunction with all other medical or therapeutic techniques to relieve side effects and promote recovery. If you are in good health already, Reiki can enhance your ability to respond to unhealthy elements in your environment and help you handle stress. Reiki is not tied to any specific religion or nationality, so you do not need to harbor any specific beliefs in order to learn and use Reiki. It will work whether you believe it or not. Reiki was developed by a Japanese man named Mikao Usui in the early 1900s. The ability to use Reiki is not taught in the usual sense. It is transferred from the teacher to student during a Reiki class through an attunement given by a Reiki master. And this allows the student to tap into the unlimited supply of life force energy. There are three attunements to Reiki. You progress from level one to two to three in that order. Level one is the initiation level, allowing the practitioner to connect to the universal life force energy. At this level, the student's focus is self-Reiki. Level two opens the energy channel more deeply and the students learn skills to practice Reiki on others. Level three is the master level. This level represents a deep commitment to the Reiki practice. The master also has the ability to attune others. Every Usui Reiki student is taught the following five principles for happiness and spiritual healing. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. Just for today, I will be grateful for my many blessings. Just for today, I will be kind to all living things. And now that you have some basic information about Reiki, let's get into the episode. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay, so welcome to episode two. And in this episode, we will be talking about how we got into Reiki. And how about we start off with Christy? How did you get into this field? So around the time I started grad school, I started having some chronic health issues. 
I went to a bunch of different conventional doctors for a few years. And while they all had their theories, none of them could figure it out. So they, they kept treating one symptom at a time with one medication or another. And sometimes those medications would actually aggravate the rest of my other symptoms. And I, I honestly never had more side effects to medications at that point in my life than any point in my life. So I decided to try something different. Around 2018, I finally decided to seek out a naturopath doctor. I had thought about it years ago, but it was too expensive for me at that point. But by 2018, I said, it's time. I need to think of, you know, find something else. So she finally diagnosed me with a chronic illness and prescribed different herbs and supplements. And I slowly started feeling better. But I think the key difference here, I think with that was that she treated the entire person and not just one or two symptoms. And although those herbs, supplements, and changes in my diet were very helpful, there was still something missing. And I can't remember how, but I found out about Reiki. So I decided to try it out at a local spa. And it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. The energy was so beautiful and calming. And after a few Reiki sessions, I believe it was the missing piece that I needed to help improve my health. So for financial reasons, I decided it made more sense for me to get certified in Reiki. And I received my first Reiki attunement in March of 2019, and I reached master level in February of 2020. So just before the pandemic, the style of Reiki I study is called Gendai Reiki. We will get into the specific styles of Reiki in a future episode. Also, one quick point I wanted to make. Last spring, I participated in a virtual 30-day self-Reiki challenge. It brings up a good point for our fellow practitioners out there. While your work with clients is very important, I think it's equally important to focus on self-care because in order for you to be at your best, you need to make time for yourself and practice some good self-care. So what did I experience during the Reiki session? Uh, I felt warm. I can feel warmth or a calming, peaceful energy around me. Sometimes I feel buzzing in a certain area, sometimes minutes after the practitioner moved on to a different area. Sometimes I get chills or I just get out of my own head and zone out. And sometimes that's all I need just to zone out and not have my mind racing. When I first started with Reiki, I never considered it as anything more than a healing modality. But since reaching the master level and starting the self-Reiki practice more often, it became more of a spiritual practice for me than in addition to the healing modality. So this is just something I wanna say, it can be off mic, it doesn't matter. Funny story, during a group distance healing session or a self-Reiki session last year, a thought popped in my head, find your voice. At first I thought, oh, okay. I used to sing a little and be in musical theater shows and plays in high school. Maybe that means stopping a voice and sharpen your vocal cords. Okay, cool. Turns out that was the only part of the message. A month ago, we were on a Zoom call and somebody mentioned the idea of starting a podcast. Before the pandemic, I was definitely very camera shy. I love taking pictures and being on the other side of the camera but I never liked how I looked or sounded on a recording. So I've definitely been apprehensive about this new venture, but I think we all need to get out of our comfort zone sometimes and try something new, hence the fringe. First time in years. I'm lucky in this regard because I found a great group of women and I definitely feel more comfortable talking to you ladies about all things metaphysical and my journey. So thank you all for doing this and for me to be a part of it. So Jennifer, tell us how you got into Reiki. So I got into Reiki, um, it was as a result of a lot of major life changes that I started going through about 10 years ago. Um, I had been in a cycle of repeating cycles um, that were unhealthy. And, you know, 
I, on the outside, everything appeared to be fine, but there were some things that I was emotionally wrapped up in that I, around self-worth issues that I kept repeating. And I will say that when I went through these life changes, it was an act of self-love. And through that journey, I made a lot of changes in my career. I made changes in my partners in life. I made changes in just the way I felt about some of the family dynamics that I was surrounded with in my family life growing up, which they were given from their families. And um, I started my healing process. I started um, really caring for myself, going through meditation classes again and opening up my eyes to a lot of different ways of looking at things as an adult. I, it was, um, no, I went to see a reader. I went to see someone that I had never seen before. And she recommended Reiki for me as a part of going through this journey, because again, I kind of felt like there just was that last push or shove that I needed to have to kind of get me into a completely different way of thinking. Um, my surroundings were constantly bringing me back to some of these older emotions that I just couldn't kick once and for all. It was like 80% there, but I just couldn't cross that line. So when she recommended Reiki, I booked the Reiki session for November 11th, 11, 11, 2017. And that morning I had this amazing, one of the, in the earlier episode, the first episode, I talked about a very poignant moment where I get a message and a feeling, and I know it's significant and, um, cause it's not of this world. So I was in my bed and I had these, the vision of guides or angels just all around me in the air and just kind of surrounding me in a half circle. And I just had this view, this vision and feeling about where I was going to be, you know, sort of at the pinnacle of my life. And I'm 52 years old. So, you know, at the time I was just a few years younger and I thought, well, finally, someone is telling me what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know, I had a feeling but this was just that vision of, oh my God, that's exactly where I see myself. And I've always seen myself and it, it was with an energy, you know, a partner energy that I had, you know, it was perfect for me. Um, I was in that element of doing exactly what I loved and the abundance with it. So I was so excited to have that vision right before my first Reiki session. My Reiki session it was like an uncorking for me. Um, it just, again, I felt the same things that you felt, Christy, warm sensations, heat through my body. The music she was playing was like, I've never heard anything like it since. And maybe it was just my experience that day. But I also saw everything confirmed for me, the vision that they gave me, just more detail about it. And I just felt so positive, in the bliss that I was in, that that is, you know, what I should be doing. All I wanted to do was know more about the Reiki. I wanted to find out everything I could, and I wanted to turn around and, and help other people have the similar experience of definition, of clearing all those blockages once and for all, and then, you know, doing it to themselves and teaching others too how to do it for others as well, kind of pass on that legacy. So I then went into all the different schools of Reiki, connected with masters from all over the world and kind of chose the ones I wanted to work with, traveled to see people that I met, you know, on the internet that I really resonated with. I really truly felt reborn that day. And um, that has developed into my sort of like timeline jumping where I feel like, you know, the 
the past life energies, the early life energies that I bring into the healing session, just reiterate that this is not just something where you know, we, we deal with in this lifetime. This is energies that are existing from many timelines and that's how powerful it is. That's how we have to work to clear them. And also it's good energies that we carry with us. Some of us were beautiful healers in past life. And I know that not everyone one subscribes to past life energy, but it became so, so clear to me in the session and sessions since that we carry a lot of this energy with us, both good and bad. And it's very important to understand the dynamics and the relationships of all that energy and how it relates to this very important lifetime that we're living in. So because of that journey, I had this vision in my mind of, of you know, where I was going to be. And I'm a doer. I've been in the professional world since, you know, I graduated from college and I'm just like, give me my goals. I want to hit them. You know, what do I have to do to get there? And my biggest lesson in this world has been patience, allowing, and just literally allowing serendipity to take place because I want to like, I'm going to learn this Reiki, I'm going to learn this Reiki, I'm gonna, you know, and I want to be the best, and I want to have this many sessions, I'm going to try to, you know, get this many sales calls, get this many clients in the door, you know, it doesn't work like that. I learned the hard way, um, but it has been such a blessing for me because now I can relate, you know, in all aspects of my life, just patience do your best at that very moment in life. Make that next right decision in your life that resonates with you and who you are using all the principles of Reiki or just, you know, the principles of a lot of different religions and just being kind to others, doing the, that next right best thing in the moment and allowing this serendipitously, I love that word, I use it a lot, I'm sorry, to just unfold. And that's how I met these lovely ladies. I, it, literally, I got a phone call or a text from Tracy and she's like, what do you think about this group? And I thought, this is amazing and it feels right. I don't really know much about it, but it just brought me to these wonderful ladies. And so really exciting um, to be a part of the group. And so I am gonna pass it along to Heather. Heather, what about your experience? Okay. Closer well. to Reiki. Yeah. Um, well, with my job, majority of the time I am looking into a microscope all day. So this actually gives me the opportunity to listen to music or podcasts while I'm working. So out of the various podcasts that I listen to, the metaphysical ones are the ones that interest me the most, especially the healing modalities since I work in healthcare. And the Reiki was the one that really stood out to me. So I started searching local Reiki classes. I found a level one attunement that was being held 10 minutes away from my house. So I booked it and that's where I met Tracy. Um, and Tracy has been absolutely great since the very beginning. She keeps us informed on all the Reiki practices, the shares, the meetups and so on. Um, and it was at a Reiki share that I met Christy and Christina. And I have yet to meet Jen in person, but with our interactions that we've had so far, you seem absolutely fantastic. Um, so then after that first attunement, I continued my Reiki journey and I eventually received my master teacher attunement in November of 2020. And then Reiki is an important part of my life because it's a way for me to use this life force energy for the betterment of all life. 
Um, I use it on myself, my pets, my plants, my crochet projects, gifts. Um, I send Reiki out to like entire communities and even the whole planet. Um, and I think it's great, especially since you cannot go wrong with this positive force. And then, so that's my story. So I guess we'll go with Christina next. So I actually had to think on this because the, I, here we go again. I couldn't remember my, like how Ricky really like actually started in my life, but so wait, I want to make sure that, that I get this right. So my childhood friend's father, he used to get Reiki regularly and he swore by it. So I'm thinking, I remember her talking about like him getting Reiki probably from like the early 90s. And as far as I know, he still gets sessions regularly. Um, so like fast forward, I didn't actually get my first Reiki session until maybe around 2005. And I was this big stress ball. Um, I was just like unhappy with work, you know, I'm stressed out, I'm burnt out. And so I'm just like laying there like on the table and I didn't know what to expect, but I just remember feeling like ice cold, like I'm shivering, I'm shaking, I'm like, what's going on? Um, but afterwards, when I was finished, I just remember feeling so grounded and just re-put back into place. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with this now. Um, I'm my my stress and my anxiety is no longer going to hinder um, me like working or transitioning careers or a job. I can't remember at that point, it's been too long ago. But me actually becoming a Reiki master teacher was more of an analytical decision, um, mainly because I always knew that healing into itself as a category would be extremely important to me in my life and spiritual journey. It's just like one component. So I've always been a very big believer on having a very solid foundation on many different practices and modalities. And everything just ties together and that just makes you a very well-rounded practitioner. So I enjoy continuing my Reiki journey as well as learning more esoteric healing modalities and it's actually through Reiki where I have met you all. So, you know, for that, I'm very blessed to have Reiki in my life. So Tracy. What about you? Okay, so I only got into it because it's like it told me to do it. Sort of like Jen, I am. I, um, my coworker and I, who were good friends um, back in 2012, went to get uh, a reading at a local metaphysical store just for fun. And one of the things the psychic told me was that I was a great healer in the past and that I would be one again. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Um, and she asked me if I had ever heard of Reiki and I hadn't. So she told me to look into it because she thought it would be beneficial to me. So I went home and I Googled it and I thought, wow, this sounds like a crock of shit. Um, I'm just asking for someone to rip me off. 
um, just because I had never heard of it and I just, I couldn't wrap my head around it. So a few weeks later, fast forward a few weeks later, my coworker and I were talking about um, our experience with the psychic. And I said, like, I don't know, I'm like nervous to get this Reiki. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get ripped off. Like, I just didn't know. It just, I couldn't get my head around it. And so she had remembered that a woman that worked in a different department with us did Reiki and would infuse her jewelry with Reiki. So I had met this woman um, at like holiday parties and other work functions. And we just happened to go to the same gym. So I would see her now and again. So I was like, all right. I mean, I trust her. Like it's someone that I knew. I, For me personally, I had to go to someone that I knew and that I trusted that I knew wasn't going to rip me. Um, so I thought next time I see her at the gym, I will just ask her about it. Kid you not, two days later, saw her at the gym and I brought up the subject of Reiki, asked if I could get a session. So she's like, yeah, let's do this. Uh, I, my first session was at her house. She had a room set up for her, uh, Reiki clients and, so, you know, she was, she explained it, what I might feel, and I, I could feel, I could feel some energy, but the things that really stand out for me about that experience at um, one point when she, during the session, she said to me, how long has your right shoulder been hurting? And I was like, and my right shoulder had been off and on for several years hurting for whatever reason, I don't know why. And so I was like, how'd you know my shoulder was hurting? And she said, I could feel it in my hand, which I was like, whoa, because she didn't, I mean, we were acquaintances, but she had no knowledge of my shoulder pain. So I was kind of blown away by that. And then after the session, she talked about chakras, which I had kind of heard about before, but it, she explained them more and what they were linked to and what chakras she worked on for me, which totally like lined up with me. And when she explained it, I was like, yep, that's me. That's me. But the real thing that made me fall in love with Reiki, and it might seem really silly, but I went home and I slept really well and I slept all night because I, <laughs> I have a problem. My brain never shuts off. So I have a problem falling asleep. I have a problem. Sometimes I'll wake up multiple times in a night. So the fact that I was so relaxed, my brain was quiet, um, made me a true believer and a lover of it. Um, so I had um, got sessions for a few years and then I decided I want to make people feel this wonderful. Like I want to get Reiki attuned. I want to get trained. I want to make people feel wonderful because it's made me feel wonderful. So I received my first attunement in level one in 2016. And at that point I was like, I'm going the whole way. I'm going to be a Reiki master. And so, you know, I, I moved up through the master level. And at that time, I knew that I wanted to teach um, because I wanted to help other people discover their gifts. And so um, I, I took my Reiki, my teacher course at the same time as my Reiki master course. And just a little sidebar for anybody that's new to Reiki, if um, some people teach master and teacher in the same class, some people break it up, some people know that they just do not want to teach, so they choose not to take the teacher portion of the class. Um, so it all is kind of dependent on the person teaching it and the student. Um, so that's kind of my Reiki story. Um, but I'd like to fill the viewers in. And we kind of touched on it each a little bit of how we all came together, our little soul tribe. Um, how the universe, I like to say, brought the five of us together. So I met Jen first. And I kind of met her two times. I'd say we met two times. 
because the first official meeting was at a Reiki share that I um, that I run at a local yoga studio and a, a mutual friend had brought Jen to the share. And so we met that way. And then probably, I think it was like a few, several months later, we were both at an event and we ran into each other and we were talking and we rediscovered like, oh yeah, we met at that Reiki share. So at that point, that's when we exchanged phone numbers and kind of made our connection there. Um, and then I met Christina on June 2nd, 2019. <laughs> wow, you remember the exact date? <laughs> like, wow. I only remember the date because Christina and another woman are my first two Reiki students, aside from my mom. My mom is technically my first, but uh, they were my first two Reiki students. And I, I'm not a creep. Christina, I didn't like totally memorize that date. I looked up, I have all the certificates of my students saved on my computer. Um, so I looked up your certificate to get the exact date. Um, and Heather, don't worry. I looked up our anniversary date too. It's January 19th, 2020. And again, as Heather mentioned, um, she was a student of mine. And the crazy thing about us is we work in the same hospital, just one floor apart. And we had never run into each other, to my, to my knowledge. Like, I don't remember, you know, you see sometimes the same faces, so you know them outside of work. Um, but I don't ever remember running into her. And we were doing intros of ourselves at the level one class. And when she said that she worked at the same hospital, I think I screamed a little bit because I was so excited that we were, I was like, oh my gosh, how have we never met each other? Um, so that's our story. And so a lot of times I encourage my students to go to the Reiki share only to practice because I've learned a lot there. Um, and I just feel like it's a good way for people to learn. And a Reiki share, I should say, for anyone that doesn't know, is where Reiki practitioners gather and do Reiki on each other. So it's an exchange of energy, but it's also a great place for people to practice. Uh, but I was noticing a lot of my students when I would say that they were they weren't really comfortable going to a share yet because they were intimidated by being new to energy work and um, they just being intimidated by being around people that were more experienced. So I started what I called a Reiki practice where people new to Reiki um, could get together and practice on each other, ask questions, just um, just it was like a safe space for new people new students new to Reiki and that's where I met Christy um so it re Reiki really did bring us all together um and I our soul tribe as I like to call us formed at the end of last year when Christy and Heather both had approached me separately uh not knowing that the other one had said the same thing um it was after an event and they said hey like you should, you know you should start this Reiki Facebook group and I was thinking about it, but I didn't want to do it alone. So I was like, hey, why don't we do it together? And they said, yeah, let's do it. And then I asked them if I could to bring in two other wonderfully talented women to the group, Jen and Christina. Um, and so that's kind of how our tribe formed. And we had brainstorming meetings. Um, Christina pitched the podcast. Heather had the equipment. Um, and now we're on this wonderful adventure together yeah. okay um any other comments or anything i guess maybe any kind of little information that you think we didn't cover yet 
that you want to let people know about Reiki? I, I think it would be cool to talk about some of the things that I love the fact that it was health issues that brought Christy and then you talked about sleep, Tracy, you know, and I, I was thinking about, I should have talked about at the same time I was going through the self-love process. I was like literally getting off of all prescription medications I was on for stress due to my work, you know, um, by going into a natural high vibrational diet. I tried a lot of different ones and I actually do still fluctuate between keto and vegan sometimes and whatever I have, but it's like, it kind of goes hand in hand with healing, right? This whole, like, this whole reevaluation of the way that we're treating our own bodies, you know, and the different ways that we can um, energetically and even physically with what we're taking into our bodies and how we're utilizing our bodies in a daily way to go along with the healing, you know, as we heal and clear, it helps everything physical. And as we take care of our physical self, I find that when I'm in the high vibrational diet, I'm getting this sleep because of, you know, things that I'm changing in my life. I'm a better healer. I think that's really interesting, you know, that it does go help hand in hand with natural scientific health, you know, and how we sleep, how we eat, how we even interact with each other, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure what, what I want to say or what we can talk about regarding that, but maybe that's another, you know, episode about natural health and the way that goes along with everything, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, but I don't know. I think another important point is too, um, with Reiki, like you can go through all the levels and get the attunements, but if you don't practice, mm-hmm. you don't, feel it as much like even if you're just a level one and you just keep practicing and practicing you're gonna feel it so much more than maybe someone who's on a master level and they just did the attunement and that was it and then they don't even try it for like months down the line like the more you practice like the more you can actually feel it yeah Yeah, that's what happened with me when I got the master level um I kind of, you know, I didn't really go, I didn't want to go all the way out to where I'd gone for my Reiki classes because it was, you know, outside of, you know, where I usually go in town. And um, I just, you know, I never really think, oh, maybe I should do a self Reiki practice or try to work on somebody right now. It's just, you know, sometimes time gets away from you. And I didn't think of that, but then there was a time I really wanted to focus on that more. And that's how I got into, you know, I met Tracy because, it was a nice practice where you could go somewhere in a safe place and work on people who are, you know, like-minded and who, you know, you don't have to worry about the um, intro part where this is what Reiki is. This is what you might, you know, it's just jump in, let's do Reiki, you know, and do it in a safe place. So that's why I was really grateful. I found Tracy. I love what Heather said too, about just doing Reiki on everything. Like, Mm -hmm on the food, on the pets, you know, um, just energetically walking into a, a, you know, store or a restaurant or whatever, not that we do that much these days, but, you know, just putting yourself in that place of, of, of thinking about it immediately when you're eating something that, you know, may not be organic and, you know, kind of like just doing some work on the food or, you eat a lot of sugar one day, which I, you know, can do sometimes. <laughs> like, okay, let what I need to have in my body stay, 
and let what is not good for my body pass. And I do like, I just love in integrating Reiki into everything in your life. And that is practice. You don't actually have to have that physical person laying in front of you, you, know, you or that online session. You can actually do it with everything. I, th I think it's important for people to know too that not not everybody that gets Reiki attuned um, wants to even do Reiki on people. In my level one class, there was a woman that was an artist and she was going to infuse her artwork. And then in my level, also in my level one class was a gentleman who was a silent um, business investor um, for a woman that made products that she infused with Reiki. So he only took it to know what he was like, I want to know what this is. I'm putting my money towards it. Um, I am pretty sure, you know, I mean, maybe they started doing it on their self or people later, but um, at the time they weren't taking it to necessarily do it on other people. They were taking it for other reasons. So that's great. Wow. I remember years ago, um, I, I took some, I guess, like metaphysical development classes, especially like more focused on mediumship and auras and, you know, your basic 101. And the recommendation was, you know, if you really want to speed up the, the opening of your third eye is, you know, do energy healing. And because the more you pull, like the more you're opening yourself up, you're allowing energy to really flow throughout your entire like physical body. And I, I do think that a lot of people, you know, they, they may not immediately gravitate towards, you know, being a healer, um, getting attuned to Reiki, but they then fall in love with it. And then like healing and, you know, whatever they end up doing, I just think that, you know, I, I do know several people that, you know, took that path and then ended up loving it. All right. If there's no other comments and or questions, um, this wraps up our intro to Reiki. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and share us with your friends. So thank you for listening and please join us again so we can continue to infuse your souls along with us here at Soul Infusion. Bye everyone. Bye. Next time. Bye. Bye. This podcast series is designed to educate, entertain, and inform, not to provide medical advice.